0: You can have all the money in your hand All the possessions anyone can ever have But it's our worth, treasure True worth is only measured Not by what you got, but what you got in your heart You can have, you can have
1: Touch with the Savior's hand. On rock, we stand like his native land. Let the ways of love be the ways of man.
4: feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com.
3: You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to...
5: This is James T. DeShay, the host of Thought, Love, and Reflection, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. You know, there's a statement that I don't know who started the statement or where the statement came from, but there's a statement that says, if you think education is expensive, try try being stupid. And I'm not sure if it's stupid. It's try being ignorant. Maybe it's try being ignorant. And, um, you know, the term ignorant means just not knowing. I don't like the word stupid, but I like ignorant means I you, you just don't know. And there's a lot of things I just don't know. But I know in, tel- in terms of, in terms of learning, one has to open their minds up to gaining new information every day. And you need to be around the kind of people who can give you good information or give you good incentives to getting information. And today, I sent you some information today related to just how ignorant people can be. And ignorance costs lives. And you've got to recognize and understand that there are children out there who we're not committing ourselves to educating, that because we're allowing them to remain ignorant, they can do things with the thought process that they have that can seriously damage society. So when we say we don't want to commit, Money or time to education. It means that you're going to do the flip side. Those kids who don't get it will make us pay. The more, the less educated, the the bottom ten to fifteen to twenty percent is, the higher cost we're going to pay as a society. And so when we're looking around at all the evilness that exists in our society, you have to count it as ignorance or some type of illness. People don't act and behave the way they do just because they are out to destroy humanity. They don't have the capacity to make the right choices and right decisions and they're, they're using flawed logic to make the determinations, so I want to talk about the incidents that I sent you, but I want to talk about them in the bigger complex is is that we have a problem when we don't we want to spend billions of dollars on a wall when that money needs to be spent on education. We have more people killing us who are not educated then they're killing us because they crossed the border. So you have to prioritize where your money is going to be spent. And our money can be better spent on helping people not to be detrimental to our society by using guns to try to further their economic situation. I sent you a story where a young lady is in love with another lady's man, she decides to recruit two brilliant people this woman's life so that she can be the woman in his life now right there, there's enough flawed in uh education to help you see that this woman has not completely thought this out, you know, so when you hiring people to do something like this for you, the last thing you need to do is hire some knuckleheads. So this lady hires somebody who goes and kidnaps the wrong person. Putting the wrong person, they have they were probably intending to kill the right person anyway, but now that they have kidnapped the wrong person, they have to kill her despite the fact that she's the wrong person and then going to have to go back and try to kill the right person because the woman still doesn't have what she wants. These are the kinds of things that are happening all across our country because we've neglected to educate people enough for them to recognize or see that these lame plots that they try to make up are not going to work. Criminals are caught because of their own stupidity stupidity, then are caught because we are just great at catching people. It is my belief that God always puts a stumbling block in the way of those people who are bent on being evil such to the point that their ignorance helps us out. And so today, I just want to talk about how we parallel and balance our inability or our unwillingness to pay for education, pay to get these that ten to fifteen to twenty percent more educated so we can better save ourselves from their lack of knowledge and it is so important that we recognize that knowledge is so important. I'm going to go to Reverend Smith because he has so much Experience uh, in terms of law enforcement. I want to use this law enforcement experience first uh, to get us started, Reverend Smith. We, when I said that about it, you know, about this woman who wanted to find these hit people. In your your experience, how often are people caught because they just happen to be very dumb criminals?
2: Well, quite often, they, oh, good evening to each and every one. Uh, God bless all of you, and God keep you. That is my prayer. Uh, it happens quite often, uh, James, and it doesn't happen because they're ignorant of anything. It happens because the people that they recruit, the people that they recruit don't want to go to jail. A lot of times, most of our cases that I was involved in, as a matter of fact, I was, man, once in my career myself, just once, and I, and and it was supposed to be at the mall in Daytona Beach, um, and but I, um, you know, we arrested the lady long before the incident took place, as as they always make sure that they do. But it, it helped. Ha- it, ha- it 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 comes up because a lot of times people don't want to accept the situations that they are in. Uh, And talking to the different individuals who have been caught in these things like that, they just are tired of a person, and instead of them walking away, you know, there's that old cliche out there about it. If I can't have you, nobody else will have you. Uh, just a person just don't want to let another person go and be free. And so they turn around and want to get them killed. Or there's an insurance policy involved, uh, some sort of monetary uh, payoff that's going to take place or they want to take place. So they put out a hit on their own uh, husband or mother or father. They do that all the time on a constant basis. Uh, I don't really think... I don't really think education has nothing to do with it. I think they're just plain old evil behind people that have, that have lost their weight in the sight of God. I really don't. I, I, because we have had some really smart people like the dentist uh, and the doctor who was uh, uh, shot over in uh, Edgewater in New Smyrna years ago. And this, these were very well-educated people. Uh, so it, it comes by that what that individual is actually thinking of or what are they looking to gain from the murder of these individuals. Uh, it's very stupid uh, most of the time because they don't know who they are picking up out there to go try and kill these people. And if that sometime they succeed, but most, most time it does not. A very good friend of mine who was also a cop His wife, his wife put out a hit on another woman. The policeman's wife put out a hit on another woman. And and both of those are very well educated, very well, bachelor's and master's degrees. And and it's it's just the idea of the thought of what a person would actually want to get out of it. What am I looking for? What will I gain from this? Will I gain my freedom? Will I gain uh, monetary uh, uh, value, uh, something of monetary value, or will I just gain life? I don't know. I just know that it's stupid, and and you don't want to call it, you say it, ignorance, but ignorance is a very broad spectrum of things, being ignorant. You can be ignorant in education, but you can be smart in common sense. Or you can be ignorant and common sense and smart in education. So we have a we have a big big gap there. And when we talk about why people will do things like that, I just know that in my experiences, it's because of one of the two fact: monetary gain. or uh, they just angry? or uh, want to get rid of them? They just want to get rid of them and don't want to let them go because they don't want nobody else to have them. Those are my two things that I see
5: Well one of the things and, and when I see that I'm not sure what type of love Leads somebody to Determine that I would rather Kill someone uh, than in, Instead of let, letting them go uh, Because either way You don't have them And so if you can live without Them being uh, In your life Or, or, or them being dead Why can't you live with them not being in your life? Um, I can vividly vividly remember
6: when a minister
5: asked me when I was going through some emotional things, said to me, would you you be going through as much hardship if the person died? And would you continue to live? And and my experience has been I overcame both my parents' deaths when both of them died within two weeks of each other. And that was very traumatic for me. Uh, so when I looked at it and saw that you know death is a part of life, and you have to be able to overcome the death of people, then when people walk away from you, that can be uh, experienced. You can you can determine that as the same type of death. Uh, they're no longer in your life, and so and you move on. And but to have somebody or believe that somebody. Is so important to you that you're willing uh, to try to get rid of them. And in this case, she wasn't trying to get rid of the person she loved. She was trying to get rid of the person that was involved in the relationship with that person, which still would not guarantee her that that person would come to her. Uh, Cause so often there's a reason why that person's not with you. And so it is, it is just, amazing that people believe they can just go in the street and find these hit men as though these hit men are out there and available to them at any point in time. So Cheryl, you know, we sit there and we talked about, you know, you cannot imagine or be a part of what what drives a person so much in love that they are not willing to let go. And instead of letting go, the person who she intended to kill is still alive, the boyfriend she didn't want him with is still alive, and now she's going to jail. So now she's got all the time in the world to think about them two people being together. <laughs> that's
2: the way it
7: works. Good, good afternoon. So uh, hi, I don't know if you call sir. that
5: stupid or ignorant, Cheryl, but what, what do you call that? <laughs>
7: <laughs> to me, that's pretty. Let's, let's see this word. Less than smart. I want to say that.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just
2: less what than was smart. the word, Cheryl? Less than smart.
7: Okay. That's, a, that's <laughs> what I'm going to use. I'm not going to use the other two. I'm going to just say less than smart. Mm. And you're so right. You know, they're not even thinking this through. Nobody, if I can't have you, nobody else is not going to have you either. But they're not realizing they're not going to have you either. And that was a good way of putting it. When you say a death, you know, and and with the death, we have to, you know, go through the feelings and the emotions. That means a loss. You know, I can say when my when my husband, you know, left. I don't want nobody who don't want me. I'm not gonna. If they want to go, you let them go. You know, so to me is that it wasn't the fact that um, I'm going to say, you know, I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to let her have you. I'm not going to, it wasn't none of that. It was that if that's the decision that you made, okay. So I'm just, you know, I, I can't understand at what point do you get. And a lot of it is insecurities. You know, and it has nothing to do with the other person. It has all to do with the person themselves that's going through this. They can't deal with rejection. You know, it's things that's going on with them. It has not, because we can't let someone else dictate our happiness and how we should feel and how we should live and who we should live without. So, um, again, I'm going to say, you know, These people are just less than smart and have not thought it all the way through. And the
5: sad thing is is that, you know, you have taken someone away from their family, away from their loved ones, and you still don't have what you wanted. And your life is going to be drastically affected. And so when we deal with, The emotions of being in love And wanting something that is not ours We need to determine How much we enjoy life Outside of that person The true fact is I agree Regardless if I'm I'm in love Or not I have a joyful waking up every morning And there's something about my day That I can enjoy Despite the fact That I don't have that special person Next to me And so, you know, that is a part of being educated, too, and training people, uh, helping to train people to recognize there is life without a partner. And, therefore, once you get yourself together and find that partner, then you may enjoy that partner even more because you're prepared. But the fact that you're willing to kill somebody in the name of love suggests that you don't have your faculties all together. So, Kathy, you know, we know that love is is tremendous. It is is, uh, amazing. But when does it get so amazing that you're willing uh, to throw your life away? Are
8: you there, Kathy? Yes, I'm here. Good afternoon for me that question, I, I would never get to that point to where I want to throw my <laughs> life away. I was just thinking about when we're driving and uh, sometimes my husband goes really fast around the curves. I was like, I'd be like, hey, hold up, hold up. I want to be here a little while longer. So I'm saying that to say that even if he is in that uh, frame of mind where He wants to just go around there and kill us both. I'm not ready to go with him. So if he wants to go, then he go as it is with uh, anyone else. I mean, if people are, are that upset about something or that, uh, uh, intrigued with somebody, then they need to just release themselves, meaning let's kill themselves and not try to take anybody else with them. I mean, it's, I mean, love is love, but love—I don't know what type of love that is that they have. That's a different type of love, because love doesn't let you hurt anyone. Love doesn't doesn't let you try to kill anyone. Love wants to protect. Love wants to comfort. Love wants to see you smiling at all times. That's what I see love as. Amen.
6: Yeah and and I'm not
8: sure
5: I'm not sure uh why one would seek to kill that which they care so much about. Uh D it is uh you know what we c you know, a lot of times um when we look at people who have a clear mind will say things like, you know, I don't even want to come close to experiencing that if that's what it does to you. And uh certainly you have to at some point have the ability uh, to, to step away, so that you don't do things that are going to change your life indefinitely. And so, when we got all across the country, there are people who are out there who are willing to to, to do the ultimate in the name of love. Uh, I'm not sure what what where that exists and how it exists, or do I want to ever experience it?
1: Well, uh, good evening, everybody, and uh, another great topic, James and. Uh, I think what I want to do first is uh, dabble into the uh, educational aspect of the of this scenario, of the situation that you spoke about. You know, uh, for over a year, we, we talked about on your show how important uh, certain classes are in, in the curriculum in, in school, uh, how important it is to be uh, certain, uh, certain classes be available. One of which is uh, humanities and and social science, um, you know, and those classes teach you how to get along with other people. Uh, it teaches you to adapt one's emotions for the disappointments in life. Now we all have experienced how these classes. Uh, not as available as they once were Especially when I was in school That was one of my favorite classes and, um, But you know when it comes down to The money that that uh, the, the current administration Want to spend elsewhere As opposed to try to Spend the money necessary In areas where it can, it can actually help people Then uh, I, I get your point In that uh, When it comes down to uh, Persons not being able to Deal with rejection Um, You know um, People do have a tendency To try to protect What it is that they they think That they've got to have You know when it comes down To the stupid crimes uh, I want to say that um, You know me coming from Atlanta uh, I used to see these stupid crimes a lot Especially when it was a crime of passion Um, uh, One case was uh, This This prominent lawyer, Ted uh, Ted Tokors, uh, a white lawyer, uh, used to frequent the black nightclubs, and he got in dirt and had a taste of the brown sugar. And and so in all of that, uh, his wife found out, and she had threatened to divorce him. Well, uh, Tokors, uh, uh went and hired somebody that he fed at the bar. I think he was a club owner, uh, Eddie Lawrence. And um, he asked him uh, if he knew how to get rid of somebody. Uh, he said, well, probably. And so Tokoiz paid him $10,000 to get rid of his wife. In, in return, uh, Eddie Lawrence went to the hood, and hired a crackhead to kill this woman, and 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 to, and we're gonna pay him a thousand dollars. Well, uh, Eddie Lawrence uh, drove the hitman to the lady's house, and as she was in the car with her two small children, car with them with, with a shotgun. Now the the asinine part of it all, if that if that's not enough, is that he had this woman to drive him back to the hood around the crack house area. So he can partake in his newfound uh rewards. And uh and and as she drove him to the neighborhood, he killed. Him. Uh that left the two boys along with the dead mom car and they was roaming the neighborhood and that uh in, in turn uh alerted other residents that these two white boys is in the crack neighborhood. And so of course the authority lie in the neighborhood. And, and by pinching everybody and, and pressuring everybody, they find out who the man was. They squeeze him, and he and he led back to Eddie Lawrence, which he led back to Dick uh took horse. So the stupidity in the crime itself um, is it, it's not well thought out, like Michelle said. Um, and But, you know, uh, God has a way to, uh, to reveal wrongdoing, and so uh, you got to be thankful for that. Thank you, James.
5: And and the and the problem is, and you're right, it goes back to poor people and wealthy people and all that, and it comes back to greed. I'm sure all of you all remember the the Panther receiver who decided he wanted to kill the um, the the topless dancer he was dating who had gotten pregnant, and then he he hired these men uh, to do the murder. And then they ended up, they killed the girl, but the baby lives. So now he don't have a job because he's locked up. And all his wealth, the child is going to need help for the rest of his life because of his uh, handicap. And so it always, when you, instead of, it is better to share half a loaf than to have the whole, a whole, no on all of it, and it's not worth anything. So, you know, it is sad that people allow their greed and their demented love to have them go around using un- the other intelligent people to commit these kinds of crimes. How are you doing this evening, Nate?
9: I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing today, sir, or this evening?
5: <laughs> well, we're just talking about how crazy our society is and how sometimes, I, as an educator, I'd like to say that it is. Because of their lack of intellect, I know that I told the boys in jail plenty of times to learn to love yourself more than you love anybody and If someone wants to no longer be with you, that is not a a opportunity to trigger your your need to uh fight or destroy or kill the man that is now with them uh I hope this is not too. Uh, gruesome but I would tell them all the time that every woman you date is only on loan to you and she is only on loan to you until she decides she wants to be with somebody else and at that time you just have to let go and you know they say let go and let God, let God heal your heart and you move on and that goes for men and women but the need to kill that which no longer wants to be with you or to try to to salvage that which you once
9: had doesn't make any sense. You know, it's so funny that you say that because um I've um uh, I've been single for a while now, and I know God having to be single because there's some things He had to work on within me. You know, and one of the things He had to work on within me is the very cute phrase you just said. You got to learn to love yourself. God's one of those types of people who are always helping everybody out investing time in people, investing doing this and doing that and doing this until the point I'm wore out. It got to the point that I didn't have no no substance for myself, and I was in, when I was at Fort Bragg, and um, I in the military, I was engaged, and uh, we were engaging, and, and didn't work out. I was hurt. I was devastated. I'm, and I'm not gonna lie, being immature, I want I wanted to hurt some people. I wanted to hurt her. I wanted to hurt the church. I wanted to hurt everything about it. And God to put me to a fight. A he's actually, I got we back here in Florida. So he's sending me for that situation. But I still had that hurt in me, and God was dealing with me one-on-one about, hey, you got to start to learn how to love yourself. And not just love yourself, get back in tune with me, because I was putting her
4: ahead of him, which was already out of
9: order. So I had to start learning to start investing time into myself. Um, like one day a week, uh, I do stuff for me. I, I had to learn how to uh, call it a date night day. So one day out of this week, I'm going to take Nate on a date, whether to a movie or go to McDonald's or go buy some out of the store. I'm doing that for me, but not for nobody else. And that's the day I don't answer the phone that much either. I pretty much shut the phone off because I, because I can't sit here and deal with everybody else's stuff on when I'm dating myself.
4: So I have, I'm learning. I'm not all the way there yet, but I'm
9: learning to love myself. And when you love yourself, it's a little bit. It's, it's stuff that you you won't put up with that you normally would put up with
6: when you wasn't loving,
9: uh, loving yourself. So the question is, how can you love somebody if you're not first loving yourself? Because that's true love, though.
5: And you and and that's what we need people to understand. People have to learn to work through their hardship. Um, I am 57 years of age, and I have to tell you, that I have loved a number of times to the point that I thought I had found the one for the rest of my life, and it didn't turn out that way. But you cannot mm-hmm. t- take that anger out on the person uh, that doesn't want to be with you because they have the right to search for what they think is the most important thing in their life as well. So you have to uh, value other people's needs other than just your own so that uh, – You know, it can be fair. I would not want to make somebody be with me because that wouldn't be true love. Uh, Joyce, what what are your thoughts about how somehow or another we turn the 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 pleasure of love into evil when we want to be dominating and controlling of the people who are not interested in us?
7: Well. To me that that's not love. That's not what love is. It's just like Kathy indicated that love, love is not harmful. Love is, is, is supposed to be good. And for a person to try to have someone um uh put away, killed, destroyed or hurt because that party rejected and that's what it was. This is a rejection, uh, he doesn't value or she doesn't revalue value our respect, have no respect for life, you know. So um, that's how I look at that. Uh, And you, like Nate say, you have to love yourself. You know, you have to fall in love with you. When you look in the mirror every day, you got to like the reflection as to what you're looking at, that person in the mirror. You you need to love. So if you're not in love with that person whom you're looking at in the mirror, how can you be in love with someone else? So that's Mm -hmm. what we got to start doing is feeling good about who we are, what we are how we love ourselves, I feel good. I love me. You know, you got to love me. That's yourself first and yeah. it, it, before you can portray or give that to someone else. So in order for someone to hurt someone, to me, that, that is not love. That's not what true love is. Thank you. And
5: one of the things we have to, uh, you know, is what started me in this direction is, again, reading this story where you have uh, someone who is going to intrude in the relationship of another uh, two other people, solicit two people to harm somebody for the sake of them getting this man back. And I'm just saying, how is it possible for us or for anybody to live with themselves even if that scenario were to work. It just seems to me that people are 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 just not using their intellect or allowing their emotions to get away too far away from them in order to see the issues that they're creating. And now you find these three people again are going to be locked up for long term if not receive the death penalty for killing the wrong person. <clears throat> Uh, Audrey, uh, did you hear enough of this to know what we're talking about? We're talking about how people allow their emotions to get away from them and uh, and allow them to do the worst possible thing in order to get the relationship they want.
10: Well, um, terrific Tuesday to everyone, and I think in reality, uh, a lot of times people in that are, are really selfish because of the fact that, like you said, they're not necessarily valuing what the other person has expressed that's important for them, which includes not being involved with them. But because of their um, selfishness, they want to do whatever it takes to get what they want. And if they can't get what they want, then in some cases, they um, decide to take other people out. I'm thinking this is what you're talking about. I'm sorry, I just came in, so I'm not sure.
7: Hello? Hello? Did he, did he go off the air? Hello? I can uh, hear you all. he forgive, go me, the air? Forgive, me.
5: forgive me. I'm sorry. I didn't unmute myself. Here we have a woman who is so in love with a man that she wants to get rid of the other woman. She solicited two people to do this. The, the two women work at the same place. So they capture the wrong woman. They kidnap the woman and make her give them money out of her account. And once they realize they got the wrong woman, they cannot let her go free because they still have to kill her because they know who she is. Mm -hmm. As a result, they kill the wrong woman and continue to use her bank card. And that's why I was talking about, you know, the lack of knowledge of the unintelligent and not smart, or Sherry using the term, on uh, less than smart and, you know, and so now you find within less than twenty four hours, all three of them are arrested and in jail, so you don't have the man you love, the woman who loves him is still with him, and now you look crazy so uh audrey, that's what we're talking about, allowing your emotions to get so far away from you that you can't reasonably see the tragic outcome.
10: Well, then I was on the right track. I was just saying that a person that's selfish would, uh, again, lose that control. And the reason they're that control to that degree, and all of us uh, have a, a line that we cross. We get angry, upset. But uh, to the degree I think in what you're talking about, it goes to um, a person that, again, is selfish, that they're going to do whatever it takes. To get what they want and not necessarily Consider it of others
5: And uh, Reverend Smith You know what love I mean you've been around people I'm sure you've married people Who truly believe they, they're in love But then find out Years afterwards That one finds they're not, as, they're not as Interested as the other And then you have One who really wants to stay in the relationship But one who is No longer being fulfilled
2: Yes James Um, I've had Several of those that I don't even Like to talk about uh, Because Even after Counseling I have a feeling And I've counseled Numerous individuals On marriage And I Can you hear me I hear you go ahead Okay, when I finish counseling them, I would tell them, you know, I think you all need to, some of them I would tell, I think you need to step back and take another look at uh, or give it a little bit more time or something like that, because I can see some animosity. I can see some things that are not clicking together with both of you, Uh, but then uh, if they insist on going on and getting married, I'll go ahead on and marry them because I'm not God. And I, don't, I can't judge a person's heart, and that's the biggest problem I find with it. But, yeah, I've, I've done that, James. And, and a lot of people, they're married for a couple of years, but they fight through that marriage to stay married a couple of years. And like uh, Nate was saying, most of the time, most of us uh, don't love ourselves. And I think Kathy was saying the same thing. We definitely got to learn to love ourselves, just like God said, how are you going to love me? when you can't love your fellow man. And you know, but you expect to come up here to heaven and love me. Are you held in the world you love me? And that's the biggest lie that we tell everybody, a lot of us during the course of the day. And we know ourselves now that the word love has taken on a total totally different meaning. And I thank Miss Cheryl for <laughs> I don't know where she got that word from. I know what it means, but I, I would have never thought to say that. But uh, it 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 is sad It is really sad how we actually use the word That four-letter word is used to maintain a get We think we can get a lot of things that we want And we can a lot of times by using it enough And making people believe But then, but then we got to really go back and look at uh, the thirteenth chapter of of uh, of uh, love does not hurt anyone, like Miss Kathy said. Love does not love does not fail. Love does not destroy. Love is pure. It's kind. It's, it's you know, and all of the good things. Of, and I could re- recite the whole thing, but I don't think it's necessary. It's love is is a wonderful thing when it's when it's used in the right way. But we're finding now. But it really doesn't mean too much to too many people. That's why I'm still single. I've been single since 1996, because I just don't really believe in people when they say that word, I love. Love what? What do you love? Do you love it? Do you love it because I'm, I'm successful? Or do you love, what do you love? You know, and and, and getting that answer is, after you sit and watch people for a little While you find out That a lot of that is Not what The person is it has nothing to do With the love itself It's what you can do For me or what I can do For you or uh, whatever So we've got to do like we got to look in the mirror First of all Love yourself
5: Well you know I have You know, all of us have a certain thought process and belief uh, about love. Uh, I've written a lot about what it is that I feel or think about love, and I think love is controllable, and you need love to be controllable. It is okay to enjoy love to a certain level, uh, but you can never love to the point where you don't. uh, One of the things I believe is people have the right to do what's in their best interest. And if you love them, you have to love mm. them enough to allow them that freedom. Uh I would have never been I would never have been divorced once if if the person was willing to hang in there and work with me because I'm one of those dedicated committed persons. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to make the relationship work. But you got to understand and appreciate there are some people who are not willing to put that kind of time or sacrifice into it. Uh, and then, if you are dating someone or you're interested in someone, you 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 still need to be able to control that emotion that wants you know them no matter what. And uh, Cheryl, I believe in this case, this person uh, just thought that this was the only man in the world, and she was willing to give up everything in order to have him when she didn't even know if he was willing to be with her if that other person was not even available. Uh, So you can't be predetermined what other people think about you just because you decided what you think about them.
7: You know, you're right. And um, like I said before, you know, he might have said he loved this person. I can't do without you. Uh, if I can't have you, nobody else will. Just like everybody clearly stated, he didn't love him. He didn't love the other this woman because, just like you said, he didn't even love himself. And love to him may have been controlling. Maybe he has never known what true love is. And a lot of times. You know, and I tell, you know, I've always told my children, don't use the word love lightly. You know, love is not pain. You know, when you love somebody, you're willing to sit down and to discuss things. You're not willing to put them through things. You know, and I always tell my children, when you say you love me, be careful and watch how you treat me. You know, because that's what I'm looking for when you say I love you. you. The way you treat me. Because you can say love all you want, but if you don't treat me with love, then you're just using that word loosely. So we have to, you know, understand and know what it is. And everybody don't. Because some people live in environments in household where what is expressed is what they believe is love. So a lot of people don't even know what love is. But in this case, to him, he used love as a control. And if he couldn't control it, you know, a person, then that's how he was expressing, you know, his love. Not the right love. But you know and and we can't always say what somebody feels I mean what somebody's description of love is. We know what the right meaning of love is, but this could have been what love was to him, and I mean, you know, and when I counsel you know even a lot of young people and they just starting to meet someone and going into a relationship, and somebody said. Well, he said, well, I don't know where you've been. I think you need to run as far as you possibly could, because now this is starting to be controlled. And when you are in a controlled relationship, you are in danger. Because, you know, a lot of other things come from control. Rape is not, you know, um, sexual, it's controlled. You know, a lot of things come from control, and you don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who has control over you. But we have to question what his meaning of love is. You know, we know what it is, but what is his meaning? What did he see, and what did he bring up knowing to be loved? Well,
5: Cheryl, uh, let me ask you. You know, we know that both men and women can be controlling and uh, want to dominate and keep that which they care so much about. But you have to believe and understand that if somebody doesn't want to be with you, there's nothing you can do to make them love you.
7: You're absolutely correct, and that's what I had said earlier. When my first husband left, I didn't do anything, you know, to keep him, When I hear these women is steady calling and begging and pleading and threatening, I can't believe that because why would I want somebody if they don't want me? Amen. Let them go. Amen. When somebody say they want to go, let them go. Now, it's not that you're not going to be hurt, you know, maybe behind but not enough to Plead and beg and harass and, no, you know, no. um, run after them and do all that. You know, I got what they doing and get somebody to spy all of this. No. If they want to go, let them go. Because what are you holding on to? You're not holding on to somebody that respects you, mm. that loves you, or care about
2: That's you. Right. That's right, Mr. And
7: is that what you want? No. So we don't think it all the way through.
2: Miserable life
5: And Cassie you know Again as we talk about this Everybody has experienced uh, This in one form or another Uh, But we just Have to be determined that When something Is not for you You have to move on to the next opportunity And you know a lot of times people say You know when God closes The door he opens the window
8: Yeah, that's easily said, James. You know, but some people are either have been abused in their lives or seen abuse, so they feel that that's how what love is supposed to be. So some people stay in it because they don't know what true love is. And um you know, we can say uh if it was me, I wouldn't, but you know, that the most of the people that are in those type of relationships that I know of, you know they there has been abuse somewhere in their family somewhere uh along the line to where they don't truly do not know what real love is, you know, so they accept it, and then they try some people try to get out, but it could be the person that they're with that has been abused before, so the only thing they see is if I can't have you, nobody can have you. So they result to the other side, which is hate and and, um, and terrifying the people and you know saying all kind of hurtful things to them, you know, and then threatening them. So a lot of times, some people don't even want to get out of those relationships because they are afraid. I mean, it's I mean that's it's a wide range of this this thing called love and hate. There's a wide field here. I mean, we can we can dove dove. We can dive into it from the, the beginning of the field All the way to the end of the field There's different aspects of this particular situation That we're talking about You know, and I applaud Um Cheryl For being a counselor for those people You know, and, and the pastor telling the people to step back You know, because you're you're telling them what you see But people, sometimes people have to walk through it To see it themselves
0: Amen. And we
8: have to be an example as well. Thank oh. you.
5: Amen. Uh, Nate, when, Nate, when is it that you know you're ready and prepared to carry on the responsibility of loving and caring for another individual.
9: Well, you have to ask yourself. Well, one you, well, thing I learned in the army, we do uh, after a mission, we do a thing called after action report. The first thing you got to do, you got to evaluate yourself to see where you're at now and where you came from. To see that you're able to handle somebody else's emotions and, uh, and care and carry their burdens, because the thing about being in a relationship, if you're on a team. You, you're somebody's teammate. You know, you got to be able to deal with their stuff as well as deal with your your stuff and vice versa. So the first thing you got to do is ask yourself, am, am I not just willing to, to deal with this, but am I capable now of handling this? And the, and the only way to find out is to go out there and, and start dating, but don't get serious about it. Just make sure, uh, see where it goes, and if you feel like you can't handle it, then you're not in too deep that where you can break away from it. But you know, but also at the same time, you have to be honest with that person too, so you, you don't let them fall so deep. Because the thing, a lot of thing is, is that when you we deal with a lot of people these days who fall so easily in love because one, we don't know how they don't grow up. They probably don't grow up being abused, grow up with low self esteem, grow up with all kind of problems. And the first time somebody showed them any kind of kindness, they fall automatically so deep in love. And kindness should be the norm these days, but it's not. And so they're thinking that because somebody don't show them some kindness, they're thinking that that's the one. And that's an immaturity of their emotions because they don't let their emotions overtake. So the first thing you got to ask yourself, am I emotionally enough, stable enough to be able to take on somebody else's ideas and emotions and opinions and their ways? as per say, also as, as the other person, because the thing about, it, like, with well, me, I'm going to speak for me now. Like I said, I've been out of a relationship for some years now. And even, like, on my lonely nights, I, I, I do it all myself, because I have to ask myself, do I want to be in something because I'm lonely, or do I want to be in something because that's what I truly desire? And the answer for that, both. You know, I'm lonely, and I truly desire that, because it'd be some nights when I cook fish and good. I want to share the fishing list with somebody, you know, because uh, I, cause I go back to what you said. I'm all about if I'm in something, I'm in it 100 percent, you know. That. I have
8: to be in the me 100
9: percent as well. So at the end of the day, the, the question is, it's all about about where you at, what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And be ready to see if you're ready for it. So I tell anybody, quick, just start out slowly and see where it's at. Then, if you're not ready, just back off.
5: Well, one one of the things that I hear and understand what you're saying, and one of the things I want to believe is, is that if I'm willing to spend quality time with somebody and get caught up in them emotionally, I want to believe that that person is worthy of my life long term. If I'm involved with someone and I'm not I don't I don't feel comfortable that, that our relationship can be drama free then then you have to be capable of moving on. Uh one of the most important things I think that has to exist between two people is drama free and peace. And and Audrey if you can't have peace and life without drama then that, that is, that's a major issue. And you have to ask yourself, how much are you willing to invest in a connection that doesn't give you peace without drama? I agree. Um,
10: you're existing, but you're not necessarily living up to the full potential in which the Lord will want you to have. Um, you can cope with it, but again, it's not living your life to the max and. It's surely not uh, living an abundance life. Um, I have a quote in one of my rooms, and it says, love isn't finding someone you can live with. It's finding someone you can't live without. And, of course, living without a person um, would mean that, you know, you have that peace, you have that harmony, you have the ability to support and encourage each other and be in being their very best. And just both of you uh climb it to higher heights. So you're exactly right. Uh, Peace and harmony, it goes along right there with the trust factor. Um, Those are requirements.
5: And you have to be, again, willing to understand that everything that you love and you find um, acceptable may not feel that same way about you. And so often uh, we have to be prepared for disappointment. Anytime you fall in love, you have to be willing to accept the disappointment if it doesn't go the way you would like. So, Joyce, you know, so often we want the happiness and the joy and the spontaneity and the highlight, uh, but we're not willing to accept the disappointment when it shows up.
7: Right, because that's hurt and that's a form of rejection. And most of the time, a lot of people uh, have a hard time being rejected. But uh, I think I don't know of no one who has not been a felt time of another. It's just how you come out on the other end. And during that time frame, you need a, a party to, to talk to a friend, uh, relative, or someone to let you know to help you through it because love hurts. So to, to get someone who understands and to go through that hurt with you is, is a situation, it, it's a better form of doing it. Uh, I think everyone has been rejected in one form or another, but it's, it's, it's not hurting because you are rejected. It's not a tit for tat. So you got to learn how to accept rejection and and that is going back to the basic where you got to learn how to love yourself. You got to love yourself so well that okay, if you're rejected by this person who cares, I still love myself, and I'm sure there's someone else out there who's gonna love me just as much as I love myself, you have to have that type of frame mentality in order to survive it
5: and do you have to be prepared to bring something to the table? You know, so often a lot of people want uh, to bring nothing to the table then wonder why they're being rejected. Uh, There has to be something that you bring to the table that is desirable of the other party. You can't bring zero to the table and and want somebody to be happy with zero.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, You're right. I I really want to piggyback on what Mr. Arthur said uh, some time ago. And it was about the act of selfishness. I think that's where most of the time, that's where people in relationships get into trouble at. Uh, Along those lines, I like to interject the the idea that I think that love is a, love like happiness is a learned behavior. Um, You know, uh, a lot of times we can get into relationships with a person and we mistaken love with lust. And you know, and so, you know, like like this guy in in, in the in the in the conversation that we we're having, uh he
6: used
1: what he had um uh, to manipulate this other person that was that was in love with what he had. If that was his good looks or his charisma or whatever it was. He used that to manipulate her. Now, mind you, in most relationships, even consciously or unconsciously, and we all have been in our numerous relationships, I'm sure, that came to our age. And if we look back, one of us in a relationship used what we had to manipulate the relationship. Thus, the, the love that we thought was in this relationship that we was in was actually non-lasting. So love, if, you all, if we all look at our
9: past relationship,
1: love is a learned behavior. Uh, we have to now what what I've learned is either I'm going to compromise tremendously to uphold or maintain the love that I'm looking for in my life, or if I'm looking to find somebody that, that to be in love with, if we're going to be lustful and we're going to be all right with that, then let's call it that, we in lust with one another. But if we're going to actually call it love, then that's, a, that's, that's going to cause some research. We have to give our time to research the other person to make sure they understand what love is. And that they don't have uh, uh self-centered ideas that they actually mistakenly may use to manipulate the relationship because you love them, and they know that. Thank you,. Jane.
5: Well, you know it is important that we know ourselves and know who we are and what we, what the emotion we're bringing to the table. I think you're right, there is a certain amount of lust involved in the initial connection. But when that person allows you to be better, be a better you, then that creates that that loving spirit inside of you that I, I feel comfortable and at my best when I'm with this person. This person will encourage me to be more than who I am, and I want to experience that maximum ability that I believe this person can take me to and i uh, I can tell you, uh, I'm a hopeless romantic, and when I've written those first two books, it was so much of my heart in those books, and they were those thoughts were created by the environment I was in at the time, and so a lot of times you People create things in you That you didn't ever know existed uh, We're going to take a short break And we're going to come back And allow everyone to have their final words uh, So just uh, give, give, some, give yourself some time And think
6: about what your final thoughts are Love.
11: of the world to take my rightful place among the stars, the woman that does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but create my own destination. I am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those yet to dream to greatness. I am the mother of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth, igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future i am this woman
7: i am this woman that ascends the expectation of the world to take my rightful place among the stars the
11: woman who does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place
7: but creates my own destination
3: i am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others thoughts but by my own sense of uniqueness my own desire of sexiness and allure
7: i am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those to dream
11: i am the woman of the world deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future.
0: I am this woman.
5: Audrey, your final thought for this evening?
10: Uh, Love a person enough um, to put their best interests above yours. Um, You know, love is an action word. Um, The Lord gave his son for us. So let us uh, show love by uh, giving our very best to others.
5: All right. Uh D, your final thought for this evening. D, are you there? Joyce, your final thought for this evening?
7: Uh my final thought is that you you have to make sure that you really love yourself before you can love someone else. Thank you.
5: All right. All right, uh, D, are you there, Reverend Smith? Your final thought for this evening.
2: I just like to say that uh, Jesus told us the last commandment. He said that you would uh, that you should love ye one another, and people will know that you are my disciples if you do this. So, this is how. I feel about love. The Lord.
5: Well, I I will have to go on record. Uh, you're going to teach me. You have to teach me some of that strength uh, that you have. Cause I, I don't think it's a, a part of my makeup just yet. So we'll have a few private conversations to see if you can help me through my issues because uh, I, I don't think it's possible for me to get to 75 uh, uh, without a uh, Uh, A partner so. But I I understand the need to be prepared For that to happen If it doesn't happen naturally But you have to help me through that
2: No problem Uh, I'm
5: more than glad (laughs) Okay Uh, (laughs) I I can tell you (laughs) I know that Already Uh, (laughs) Cassie what is your final thought For this evening
8: let us all love one another. Hashtag, pray, and love our president. <laughs> well,
5: Cassie, you, know, you and I have known each other for a while and you know that that my you know, God says say he'll give you the desire of the heart. Uh I'm still looking for that uh desire. Uh Cheryl, what is your final thought for this evening?
7: You know, I'm just gonna have to agree with um everyone else. And as we show love and help others to see what love truly is. So with that being said, whatever we're doing, we can always do more.
5: Uh, Cheryl, we are certainly trying to make ourselves prepared to do more. Uh, We want to uh, invade the lives of others. To get them to understand some of the things uh, That we already believe And it's so important As I go through these articles I want you to know I feel a lot of pain Even for those who have lost their way And who find themselves In the, in the justice system uh, Because you know uh, God does not want Us to be locked up But so often They're just you know you we, you can't reach everybody but there is an effort on our part to try to reach somebody and try to get them to understand that there's a it's important for them to value themselves and to love themselves and to love others but just like Audrey said love others enough to let them do what they want to do and not what you impose on them uh that is certainly something i have learned over the course of my life And Reverend Smith uh, If there was anything That um, People need to, to to Be able to do Is that it, it is to love and let go
2: That is a fact that we must love And let go That James don't take me don't get me wrong Now when I say I wasn't in desirousness Of love And I probably had some that loved me during the course of those times. But because of the skepticism and something that I had to learn myself, and I didn't learn it myself until after my cancer, once I had cancer, then I learned, like like Nate was saying, and Dee, I think it was, and most of the rest of you, you got to learn to love yourself. It's not what you have. Nobody gives a hill of bean about that because that's here today and gone tomorrow. But you've got to learn to realize that people, everybody out there is not against you. There are some people that are really, truly for you. And once I learned that and I looked in the mirror and I saw myself, I realized that, praise God, from whom all blessings flow. All
5: right, guys, I want to just say uh, I appreciate your continued support. Uh, Know that we'll be on the air tomorrow at 6 uh, o'clock p.m., ready and prepared to talk about a subject uh, that impacts the lives of people today and forever. It is so important for us to recognize that we got to have a voice that helps people where they are, and it's always a need for that voice to be both real and spiritual, and so let's just continue to recognize that our right to be believers play a major part of who we are as people. And it's not something that we have to be ashamed of. And I look forward to talking with you tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern time. We're here seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. James. Thoughts, Love, and Reflection by James T. DeShea. I am a gladiator. Despite what others choose to see, my life is determined by my selected steps. Regardless of the traps set by those who hate me, I am the master of my lifelong quest. It is my convictions and courage that will decide the success of my personal journey, not the dreamless limitations of those who refuse to see the greatness of my legacy. I walk not in the shadow of those who wish to be unnoticed. I stand tall in a crowded room of those who created their own path through life. I am driven to make noise where others wish to remain silent. I wear the suit of those who slew dragons and ruled kingdoms. I will not give in to the starless skies of those who see me as worthless and without meaning. I am a present-day gladiator, and I will have victory over the kingdom of my birthright. This is James T. Shea, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Your voice can be heard loud and clear and without interruptions. Don't allow self-doubt to silence your dreams. Call 407-459-4827. That's 407-459-4827. Allow your dreams to take flight. Increase your quality of life and your monthly cash flow. Visit my website, www.jamestdashay.com. That's www.jamestdashay.com. If you enjoy my poetry, please hit the like button and subscribe. I look forward to you becoming a part of my listening audience.